Australia's federal opposition is calling on the Albanese government to allow Pacific peoples to join the Defence Force to address declining recruitment numbers. William Tonginivalu, a Fijian British Army veteran who served in Afghanistan and Iraq, thinks it's a great idea, but wants Australia to learn lessons from Britain recruiting from Fiji. He speaks with Caleb Fotheringham. I thoroughly enjoyed my time with the British Army. One of the reasons for me joining up was to, as they say, you know, join the Army, see the world. And I certainly did that, not only through operational tours, but, you know, exercises in various other countries and also sporting tours to other countries. As a person from Fiji in the Pacific, we have a lot of, I would say, loyalty to the Crown, so to speak, you know, because of our history with the British. So when the chance was there for me to join the British Army, I myself... Uh, as with thousands of others, you know, took took that opportunity. And what Australia looks like they want to do doesn't seem too dissimilar from what sort of your experience has been. What do you think of the idea of Australia recruiting people from the Pacific Islands? I think it's great. You know, at the moment, there's a lot of recruitment going on with, with NAC and the Palm Scheme, you know, where they've got Recruiters coming here to Fiji and recruiting people into the various industries there, like working in the abattoirs, aged care, and, and the tourism industry as well. So I see no reason why they can't, you know, extend that and and get people to join up uh, and join join the military. I think there are better long-term prospects for our people in joining the military with us joining the British Army. You know, whilst it was a great experience, there are a lot of things that perhaps the British could have done better for us uh, as foreign Commonwealth soldiers. And perhaps that's something that the Australians might want to consider, looking at our experiences in joining the British Army and just getting, you know, giving us a better package or a better deal. Is it okay if you just touch on some of the things that you sure, feel like sure, the British sure. Army could have done better? If you um, look in the news, there's a lot of commentary about the, the way Fijians were treated in terms of their citizenship. For example, myself, I served 13 years, but at the end of that, there was a lot of difficulties in getting my visa done or for me to apply for my indefinite leave to remain and then get my uh, sort of citizenship. The, the rules were pretty stringent and there seemed to be no exception whatsoever to to the time you served with the British Army. At the end of it, you know, the immigration officers looked at you as like any other person from any other country wanting to, to gain citizenship. They didn't place any importance on the fact that you actually served the crown, so to speak, you know. At the time, we didn't have a king, we had a queen, so we served the queen wholeheartedly, willing to put our lives on the line. But at the end of the day, when we got back, we were treated like any other person applying for their papers. And if the Australians could work on that and, and offer a better package where after four years of service, for example, after four years of service, you got automatic citizenship, you didn't have to apply for that. I tell you what, Fijians will jump at the chance of joining the Australian Army rather than the British Army. For one thing, it's closer to home. Uh, there's a bigger Australian uh, Fijian community in Australia. You'll have guys lining up to join the Australian Army, I tell you that. In terms of being in the Army culturally, how was it for you? As a Fijian joining the uh, British Army, for us, loyalty to the Crown is ingrained in us. You go to almost any house in the Fijian village, you'll see the portrait of the Queen. And again, given our history, People went over there really looking forward to serve. The Army offered us a lot of opportunities to increase our education, travel the world, see other places, and just see what, you know, a great big machinery like the British Army. We're coming from a country of less than a million people. 
to join an organization as an army at that time when we joined, whose strength was at about 200,000 serving soldiers and reserves. And so things, there were a lot different to the small island country like Fiji. I think most of us really, really enjoyed it. I think one of the difficulties the, uh, of, of joining the British Army was just the distance from Fiji. You know, you traveled for over 30 hours to get back home. So it wasn't only the time, but also the cost of traveling that were, you know, big factors to consider. And if the Australians actively recruited from Fiji, you'd have a lot of them choosing to join the Australian Army rather than Fiji. In fact, whilst I was still serving, a lot of soldiers looked at the opportunity to transfer into the Australian Army. And I think some of them did. And if it was purely for that reason, it was just England was just too far away from home. That definitely makes plenty of sense. If Australia does go down this route and get people from the Pacific Islands, some people could see this potentially as exploitation. Do you view it as exploitation if Australia does open up the doors for Pacific Islanders to join their military? Exploitation, yeah, that's quite a strong term, you know, because it is. You guys, you guys can get an Australia a visa to come to Fiji, hardly any questions asked, right? Yeah, that's right. But when, if, if I can't even get a visa to come through Australia on a transit visa. I've, I've, I've gone for work, you know, being a security a co- consultant, uh, a technical advisor, you know, I get to travel to Solomon Islands, to Papua New Guinea, but I cannot get a transit visa to Australia. That's the difficulties we face. If you guys are gonna come here and recruit us, the, the best thing you can do is just to make things easier for us as well. You know, it's not just, come and take us for work, you know, we'd like to travel freely to in Australia. We'd like to go for holidays. Not everyone wants to reach Australia and and disappear. You know, look at me, for example. I'm a professional, yet I cannot get a transit visa to Australia. I've got to wait for almost eight hours in Brisbane Airport for my connecting flight. You know, how ridiculous is that? So if you guys are going to come, like as you are now, you're recruiting us for NAC, for Palm, and now if you're going to do this in the, with the British Army, just understand that you want things from us. You know, you want our labor. You want us to uh, to meet the demands of your labor market. Then be a bit more lenient with us because we want to travel in and out of Australia too, like you guys travel in and out of Fiji or the Pacific. So, if Australia starts recruiting people from Fiji for their military, you would like to see things start becoming a bit more two-sided. Yeah, of, of course, of course, you know. Australia would be a preferred holiday destination, but it's just quite difficult for us to get there. 